0: I've got great memories of uh, coming here and playing. I've got great memories of watching the boys play. You know, I got to know a few of the guys, were Robert Harvey and Nathan Burke, Brett Bowie became a good mate. So once then I sort of watched their careers go off. I was a Saint. And um, wherever I am in the world, I log on, watch the games all over the place. Um, I don't don't miss too many. You know, we've got so many wonderful supporters and so many people barring for St Kilda, but even the people that don't barring for St Kilda, it's like they want to see St Kilda do well. And there's been so many near misses over the years you can't just jump off. Yes, we all vent our anger and frustrate like we do every football supporter. Don't lose faith because hopefully, you know, one day in our lifetime, we'll see more than
1: another flag.
2: Well, this is a, a special little uh, video tribute, comes at a, at a really unfortunate time. Uh, obviously, uh, everybody has heard that the devastating news around the passing of, a, of an Australian sporting or a global sporting icon in Shane Warne. We know there is a connection. Uh, With our football club, played under-19s, kicked seven against Hawthorne at Moorabbin uh, back in the day, played a reserves game for the the, the Saints as well. Clearly, his legacy on the sport was left well beyond the game of Australian rules football. One of of my favourite stories was always uh, Shane Warne down at training and Robert Harvey down at training. And Robert Harvey was the very, very talented footballer who loved cricket, and Shane Warne was the immensely talented cricketer who loved football. Shane Warne wanted to play 300 games for the Saints. And Robert Harvey wanted to play test cricket for Australia. Uh, Robert Harvey ended up being the, the AFL superstar. And Shane Warren was the, the greatest player, certainly, that, that I've ever seen. And, and I guess the legacy steps into that cricketing sense. We all grew up. Uh, watching Shane Warne, we're all of the same age. We're probably at the time we started to to know cricket. Shane Warne was just emerging as a player. The, the Boxing Day Test in 1992, when he destroyed the West Indies, obviously that tour of England that came the, the following year, and and the Gadding Ball and all of that that came with it. But yeah, for, for me, and, and there's been a lot of tributes sort of in said on social media over the, the last handful of hours. And, you know, from, from greats of the game, Session Tandulkar, I was just reading one from him then, Michael Vaughan, who was a combatant in the, the greatest test series that was ever played in, in 2005 as the the opposing captain. And those are the sorts of things that, you know, when you transcend it and, and the tributes that come from places like the Barmy Army who say, we wish you were one of us. Uh, and that's just about the biggest tribute you could give to a rival. So, I mean... We Certainly in my lifetime, I've never seen a more dominant Australian sporting star uh, than Shane Warne. He was everybody's hero. And I think it's a legacy to him that you think about somebody who perfected an art and that everybody loved, Shane Warne dominating the art of leg spin basically ever since he came onto the scene. I think every single child that picked up a bat or a ball wanted to bowl like Shane Warne and not a single person has got anywhere near it in that time since. You would think that if you had somebody like Shane Warne come through the ranks that you would end up with generations of leg spin bowlers that would be coming through because everybody would be turning to the craft, but nobody has been able to do it anywhere near that level. Uh, we've had the odd leg spinner pop up, but he mastered the most difficult art in the sport and mastered it like nobody has ever mastered, but perhaps any craft with, within uh, that, that particular game. Obviously the 0 05 Ashes series is one I talk about a lot. He took 40 wickets, you know, beaten cause at less than 20. He also made a, a test match 90 in that series. He single-handedly carried Australia back into that tournament. It's probably the best he ever played. We've all got favourite memories that the Strauss ball in that series. Um, yeah, there was just probably too many to count in that sense that the World Cup in 99, where he turned his career around, dismantling South Africa in, in that semi-final. But yeah, I, I woke up at maybe five o'clock in the morning and just glanced over to check my phone and see what time it was and, and got a couple of those messages. And it completely puts you on your backside. So, yeah, for, for me, it, it's more a mark of, of Shane's greatness. It is one that does rock you to your core. He'll always be, a you know, someone that St Kilda supporters hold very close. Um, obviously, the word that the, the Great Southern Stand at the MCG, I think, is set to be named the Shane Warne Stand when it is rebuilt. So, yeah, for me, it's just – it's probably – an unparalleled greatness. And I guess my my final thought on it would be, I I loved a quote from somebody on Twitter that said uh, he wasn't perfect, but but obviously nobody is either. Uh, He was basically an average bloke who was blessed with more talent than anybody could ever imagine. Um, And that was probably something we couldn't relate to the talent part, but we could relate to the human side of Shane, I think. So yeah, it's just an incredibly sad loss for for mine. I
1: think, you're right. And, and one of the things that you touched on at the top there, Parker was how he kind of changed the way we watch cricket and the way a generation played cricket. You know, he changed. I remember growing up and everyone, you're know, playing street cricket or school cricket or whatever. Everyone wanted to be a, a batsman. They want to be an opening batter or come in at three or four or, or whatever. Uh, and then all of a sudden in that early nineties period, everyone switched from wanting to be a batsman to wanting to be a spin bowler. And that was for one reason that was Shane Warren. And, you know, I think, we were probably all that kid at some point, mm-hmm. at some level. Um, and you're right. There was a, a generation, multiple generations that have come since then that have tried to become spin bowlers and no one can get close, like you said. And that's just a, a testament to the man's greatness. And, and like you said, you know, he, he was a, a flawed human being. He wasn't perfect. He wasn't a great person um, all of the time, you know, and, and I think that, like you said, we can all relate to that. Uh, the one thing that we couldn't relate to was the greatness on the mm-hmm. field and and the talent. Um, you know, he's had more talent than almost anyone to play the game ever in any position, any role. Um, and you can you can make the the case that he's the greatest cricketer of all, of all time. And I know that's a debate that all sports have, whether it's you know, AFL football or NBA basketball or whatever it is. And and because of the way that every game is played, there's always going to be debate. There's always going to be that conversation. And I think that Shane Warren is, is right in that conversation for cricket, regardless of batter, bowl or wicketkeeper, any, anything. And you, you said earlier that there are probably too many, too many highlights to mention. I mean, there's the hat trick. Um, and obviously that that's a, an unbelievable moment that the getting ball that everyone talks about. And, and the fact that you can, you know, you can create or produce the greatest moment of a sport mm-hmm. all time at that age. Um, at that your level ball. with your first ball in, in <laughs> test cricket uh, in, in, in ashes cricket, um, I should say. And, and uh, I mean, it's just the, the resume is unparalleled. It's incredible. Um, I, I count myself incredibly lucky that I was there that day at the MCG to see him get his 700th wicket. Um, it's one of my favorite sporting memories. Uh, I grew up idolizing Shane Warne as a, as a cricketer. I mean, at, at that age, I didn't know about, you know, the human side and the flawed genius. He was just the genius. He was just the wizard, uh, the spin King, the Sheik of tweak. You know He was a rock star. Um, and you know, was, uh, was the reason that I became obsessed with cricket. Dean Jones was the one who made me love cricket. Shane Warner was the one who made me obsessed with cricket. Um, and you know to have lost both of those guys in the last little while is, is devastating. Um, didn't didn't believe it when my wife came in this morning and, and told me that Shane Warren had died. I, I made her repeat it three or four times because I couldn't quite wrap my head around the sentence um, and I'm, I'm I'm sure it will take a lot of people uh, a lot of time to to comprehend that and it's just uh, it, it's just a very sad day
0: and pretty much same situation for me I, uh, my wife got up a bit before me and yeah, came in and said um, Warnes died. I went I just sort of thought you've read something somewhere that's maybe not rising. I've had to look it up myself and on. wow, it's not what you sort of expect, especially after we've just had Marsh yesterday. Mm. And it, I mean, in the, at the end, they've also fallen on the same day when you um, know like different countries, but the falls fell on the same day. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's not something you expect to wake up and hear first thing. It's, um, yeah, just having grown up, cricket's been my chosen sport to play growing up. Um, and basically, having got to a reasonable level myself, um, I started off. I mean, Darren said everyone to be, well, sorry, Nick said everyone wanted to be a, a batsman, but I was a bowler myself and bowled quick. And then all of a sudden thought, oh, let's, let's give this spinning thing a chance. Cause yeah, Warning came along and everyone was obsessed with Warning. Didn't take me long to figure out I couldn't turn at all, so I went back to fast bowling again. But um, yeah, it it was just the sort of thing you go. You wanted to be him. He took the world by storm, and you're thinking, "That's is that what it takes to be a big, the next big thing? You need to be a spin bowler." But yeah, just. I remember going. Yeah, I remember a dress-up day. I went as Warning. Mm -hmm. That's in primary school and it's just someone who just had a massive impact at a very young age. And then it just grew and grew and it went around the world. And I mean, there's probably more, the way, one way to think about it is there's probably more warning fans in India than there is Australia. Mm -hmm. That gives you the idea that just how big he is around the world. It's it's hard to sort of comprehend uh, thinking how many people, Enjoy what you've done. Like we've got, I don't know a couple of thousand fans. He's got. He, he could possibly have billions of fans. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just a something you sort of think uh, the, the impact he has had on everyone. So, um, yeah, the, the, the connection we've got with him, with the club that we love, and that you sort of think it's it's great to have shared something with him. Where unfortunately we he never got to see the say the Holy Grail um it got close but yeah it would, it would, you can just imagine what a warning part would have been after a good premiership that would that, that would have shut down Brighton it's it's um just a crazy to think that what that could have been but yeah it would have been a would have been something to if you could have got to that would have been what you wanted to get to because that that would have been the place to be after after we finally get there but um Yeah, it's something that we, as we say, unfortunately we waiting a chance to speak to. But yeah, it's we'll keep going and we'll do what we do today. And yeah, we'll we'll move on. I think tonight the boys are wearing black armbands. I'm certain and try and pay pay a good tribute to him. Unfortunately, it's not a it's only a practice match. But um, yeah, it would have been nice if it was if. The real footy was starting tonight and it was a it was a proper match. It was people were taking it a bit more seriously, but, but all the same. The boys are get out there and hopefully yeah, putting a good effort for him.
1: One of the things you mentioned there, H was um you're one of the reasons that that he was so loved and the impact that he had on on so many. And um yeah, the, the fact that he loved our footy club and, and you know St Kilda and, and and Melbourne as a city and and all those things so much, you know, it was such a big part of who he was, made him you know even more relatable and because because at the end of the day he was just one of us you know he was a footy fan uh he loved he loved sport he loved being in australia and he loved being from melbourne um and he yeah he loved our footy club and and we loved him for it
2: yep i think that's i think that's a fair assessment uh to- A man who wore the number 23 at international level because he loved Stuart Lowe. In an era, as you say, when the world was dominated by fast bowlers from the West Indies through the 70s and the 80s, instead of doing it with raw pace and power, he did it literally with magic. 1,319 first-class wickets, 1,001 international wickets, first player to 700 test wickets, most wickets ever in a calendar year when he took 96 in 2005, 195 Ashes wickets. Wickets 38 times, took five wickets in an innings at international level. Ten times, took ten wickets in a match. Won the Ashes seven times. uh, Won the World Cup in 1999 and forever a sainter Rest in peace, Shane Warne.